0: Greetings, this is the YWAM Factor, a podcast about a youth with a mission team in the 1980s. Join us as we relive our adventures and talk about what God did during that time, what we learned, and how those experiences affect our lives now. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe. Now, on to the podcast. All right. Well, welcome to the Y1 Factor Podcast. How are you doing, Alan?
1: I'm doing fine. Thanks, Jay. It's good to see you again.
0: Good. I got up really early this morning. I got up at <laughs> like five o'clock in the morning today. So uh yeah. because some of us
1: ha- are really dedicated.
0: Yes, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> that's just that's what that's my trademark. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a special guest. Who is it? Woohoo! <laughs> uh, what's your name best special guest
2: <laughs> yeah my name is
0: david 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 yes david we haven't years. seen david in 30 30 years at least. 30
1: years i That's have not seen time. i have not seen you since i left pakistan david face to face i'm pretty no, sure No, we
2: haven't but i've i saw jay a number of years ago i think in delhi wasn't in it delhi. was it actually in delhi yeah we didn't we at least had a caught up very briefly
0: yeah i can't, couldn't remember if you came for dinner or what so uh, yeah uh i remember you getting out of the cab and it's like no. oh he looks exactly the same <laughs> so uh yeah yeah we we saw each other probably back in 2005 maybe
2: 2004 yeah quite yeah it was a long time to- i mean it seems like a long time but yeah. you know not as long as alan so yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, David, amazing. I'm I'm interested,
1: are you still sporty? Do you still do you still I am get so
2: yeah. I uh, still I'm not playing you know what I did do is on one of my visits back when I you know I left home at eighteen mm-hmm. came back at forty right oh, in wow. one of our lo- one of our trips. So this was not when we had come back this time, but we came back for a year. I went back to my Aussie rules, Australian rules football club. Oh my goodness. And and I got picked in the second team, five teams in the, in the club. So I got picked in the second team. I just didn't tell anybody my age. It's like going back to American football, you know, at 40 and they're all like 18 to 25 Yeah, and uh, I had a season. It was like, you know, not playing competitive sport for since I was 18 in terms of competition, going back and really deceiving everybody into somehow thinking I maybe I was a little bit younger than I was, certainly the oldest person there. Mm -hmm. So, look, that was some time ago. I ride quite a lot. So I still run. I ride. I still go to the gym. So I'm probably still exercising several times a week. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing American football with you in the field across from the new garden Town place.
2: (laughs) I I remember that. And you guys thought, what's, you know, what's this guy going to do? He's going to throw a ball at him and knock him over or something. (laughs) I remember that.
1: I I always hated you, David, because you were so sporty. You were just naturally athletic. You were good looking. And it was like. <laughs> like, yeah, but now I realise it's all lies. That's right, lies, lies, all lies.
2: <laughs> no, that I, was, always... I remember. I remember that was John was out there as well. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: skin and bones, John.
2: <laughs> That's right. No, that was a, that was a lot. That was a lot of fun. Do you remember? You know, we used to go out. Um, what was it? Was it Iqbal Park? What
0: was yeah, that? Yeah, Ballpark. Yeah, and I would not running, running
2: around the park.
1: And, and oh yeah, ballpark. I'd forgotten that. Yep, you did. Yeah. So culturally inappropriate. That's
2: right. But what to do?
0: <laughs> I, I remember one time going to that park to exercise and seeing Arif. Remember Arif, the language teacher? Yeah, he was in shorts. It was shocking. It just totally shocked wow. me. I still remember it. I can't get the
1: image <laughs> out of my head. <laughs> I can't. Did you used to wear shorts, David, when you ran? I, can't uh, I did.
2: I did wear shorts because there were oh some people goodness. that used to exercise. Now I think there were right. some men could could get away with, and we used to do it in the evening, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't so light, so it was little bit right. okay but i guess so we that can would've...
1: add that one more thing to our list of the of what we did wrong <laughs> that's
2: right well that was less wrong than some of the other things we did, right? <laughs>
1: well that, that is true <laughs> we,
2: won't, we won't go there um we learn, we, we learn by our mistakes and hopefully the mistakes are not so big so that's,
1: that's right yeah. yeah
2: yeah yeah no but uh
1: yeah, I'd forgotten that you. I'd forgotten that you used to do that—run around the park and and do stuff. I mean, yeah, I just wasn't that way at all. I was pretty disciplined, though, in terms of uh, exercising in the mornings, yeah, in, in the in the in, in our house. But I I wasn't a sporty one. Uh, yeah. I think I liked the net sports when we when we did the volleyball and stuff like that. I liked that. Yeah, you like that. But I wasn't into American football or even Aussie rules.
2: So much. Remember when we would have our conferences? We would have Pakistesh.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: We would combine uh, yes. island brothers from Bangladesh and ourselves, and we yeah. demolished everybody. So it was yeah. nice having that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Was...
1: yeah. Speaking of Pakistesh, I was just talking about Silo the other day with one of my friends here, um, okay. who he's or well, he's actually one of my one of my students, language students. He's Bangladeshi, and I was telling him about my friend that's married to a Bangladeshi and has been there for like 35 years or something.
2: Yeah, still, still and, based uh, there.
1: He's really? one of my heroes, is see, like, And
2: um, have to
1: chat to the him, but I haven't just seen got him.
2: Yeah, did he? Wow, yeah, the eldest uh, is in um, uh oh, Moravian town in Hernhut. Oh, really. In uh, in Germany.
1: Germany. Wow. Mm. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what giant boys, hey? I looked and I thought, yeah, they're Silo's progeny. You know, he's <laughs> like these massive, <laughs> massive boys and poor, poor old... Karina. Um, um, Karina? Oh, yeah. Standing there like these tiny little thing <laughs> in the midst of them all. It's like, did she really give birth to those giants?
0: Yeah. <laughs> John John Baker had this great picture of Silo that I remember. There was a mouse that got into the into 500B and Silo had cornered it and he got it barehanded and he had it in his hand. and He was, you know, he's standing there. I think he's got his lava lava on and he's, he's standing there squeezing this mouse.
2: Mighty hunter. Yeah. One of my favorite memories of Silo in Pakistan was I took him up to Peshawar and went into one of the bazaars and you know what they have in those you know back up there this is cowboy country right so mm-hmm. everybody and their uncle has an ak45 slung across their shoulder and go into this marketplace and you you could have this camera guy you know how they have these little guys with their cameras and CeeLo really wanted a picture, so we got him with a, a bullet bullet strapped ac- across his shoulder and an, an AK-47, and in the back, you know, a Rambo-like figure or mountain, and they had a picture of CeeLo <laughs> looking like Rambo, and they loved yeah. him up there, you know, because yeah. yeah. he was big, he looked like Rambo, but maybe a darker version. <laughs> and, uh, just just loved yeah. him.
0: yeah. Celo was—he yeah. was from American Samoa, right? One of the Samoas. Uh,
2: no, Western Samoa. Western, Western Samoa. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. I always yeah.
1: wanted to—I always wanted to catch up with Celo because he—he he has been to New Zealand on a number of occasions, um, teaching mm. mostly in Auckland. But of course, we were at the other end of the country, so—and um, I always found out too late for some reason that he was going to be there.
2: Yes. But, um,
1: yeah. Love to I see, see Celo again. I community. see
0: CeeLo on Facebook sometimes. He's he's on Facebook, yeah. He very does. rarely, but he does uh, pop up once in a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. so, so, go ahead, Alan. I was gonna, just going to say, so David, um, just so that everybody knows who's been listening, um, what happened was we talked a lot about Wendy, who was our leader, and um, and Wendy? sorry, Wendy?
0: we didn't talk oh, about Wendy. Sorry. <laughs> Man, you're <laughs> Alan's having a stroke. Okay, I'm having a I'm having a senior
1: moment here. Um, we talked about Betty a lot, who was who led us from Japan to to Pakistan and was there with us for the first few months, and then Betty left, and um, uh, and David came. Yeah. And we wanted to talk about the circumstances, about from your perspective, David, about how that happened.
2: Okay, well, for me, I had been in, in India for a while, and I was down in Madras, and I was actually at a point where we had some young Indian leaders that were stepping up, and yeah. I felt it was time for me to, to move on, mm-hmm. to give room for them. I felt like I was perhaps standing in the way of um, some of their opportunities for leadership. And what of were course, you actually
1: what, doing? What were you leading down? uh
2: I was running, helping to lead training schools. Uh, Tim was the, the leader of the centre and, and remained that way for a long time. So I was kind of a one of the other um, younger leaders around and I was helping to lead training courses there. Okay. And uh, I just felt like, you know, began feeling like it was time that maybe it was time for me to leave. I had no idea. And it just so happened when I was in that position of really seeking and, and having a sense of what was the next thing, that at a conference in Thailand, I think it was, I was a- approached about the possibility of temporarily um, coming into Pakistan. Uh, that at that point, it looked like you know Betty was... Um, potentially getting engaged and would be away for about three, three months or so, three to six months. And would I be willing to, to come in, in an interim capacity? So, uh, it was just the right time. I had a strong okay. sense that that was, that was it. Um, Who actually asked you? Now that's a good question. It was probably Steve right um i'm pretty sure it was steve who who spoke to me and uh, i think so i um said yes you know and i said okay so i basically went pretty much straight from the conference Mm -hmm. to to pakistan and uh, intending to be there for three to six months i was there
1: so sorry just just to clarify you were at a that was the South Asia conference?
2: Yes, I'm pretty sure it okay. was the South Asia conference. In Thailand, um, am I right? In Thailand, yep. Okay. Which we used to have yeah i think you might have been there at the time we were there yeah yeah Yeah, i remember
0: saying something to you like hey i hear you are coming to pakistan yeah so it wasn't maybe (laughs) it was
2: not in my mind before arriving in thailand but it's what happened at the end of my time in thailand okay partly because i was just had a sense that it was the right time and i certainly it just was was you know very right timing although i thought it was temporary so of course i came and um you know, it wasn't Betty was there just a few days, basically. Hmm. And then she left and then I was there and then you guys were there. Yeah. So um, and it was a, a three to six month sojourn that became three and a half years. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. So, um, of course, I stayed on, uh, you know, with Deborah for another year. Um we went to Karachi, uh, right? Yeah, that's right. So we went down to Karachi and then of course Deborah stayed on for some time after that. Yeah, well she's coming up to (laughs) Well, I wasn't quite sure because at one point um I thought that maybe they had left at one point. So I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wow. And you know, she's had her own amazing stories since then. But yeah, so came in and um had you mad bunch of people, I think 500B, wasn't it? (laughs) It was 500 So
1: how old were you, David?
2: So, okay, this was 1986. Yeah. How old was I? I can't even remember. I was about 21, 22.
1: Yeah, you weren't old. Yeah. 22, maybe. I think you're just a bit older than Jay, aren't you?
2: Yeah. And I had been in India since I was 19. So I had been in India about two and a half to three years at that point um, before moving across.
0: How old are you now? We can cut it out if you don't want us to. Uh,
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm fifty-six.
0: Fifty-six. Okay. Yeah. Fifty-six. I'm fifty-four. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So. Uh, And I'm fifty-nine. I just turned fifty-nine. Wow! Congratulations,
0: Alan! (laughs) Congratulations and happy birthday. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I'll expect my gift in the post. Well, I mailed it yesterday. (laughs) Oh,
1: thank you, (laughs) (laughs) Jim.
0: Okay. Okay. So, so you, uh, Steve kind of, apparently Steve asked you about this and you were ready for a change and Betty was leaving. And so you came and you were just there. You and Betty overlapped just a few days, and then. Betty-
2: yeah, it wasn't very long. I can't remember exactly, but I, you know, got introduced, and then I, you know, got introduced to um, probably the other main people outside of the team was Azad, and um, yeah, yeah, the family, and of course the the organization that they, he was involved with, and right. and uh, then you know, it was actually Garth. Garth was uh... It was his his brother-in-law. So it was Garth, but yeah. it was his. It wasn't just Garth. It was the um, yeah. family. Yeah,
0: you became yeah. quite close with Azad, didn't you? Uh,
2: I, I, maybe "close" is probably too strong a word, but we certainly got along. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, got to know each other a little bit during that time. Hmm. I, you know, I, he's,
1: bishop, he's bishop of, I think, Rywind now? or
2: Yeah, because I know that he had become bishop some time ago. You know, I knew he was going up through the, the ranks, but I didn't know that, that that's where he is now at the moment. Yeah. But we had some interesting conversations.
0: Yeah. yeah, I remember going with you to see him. This is a local guy, local believer, uh, Pakistani believer, and he had a growth or something on his kidney and he was going to have it operated on and we walked in and he was just so happy to see you. He didn't, he didn't even care about seeing me. <laughs> so he was really happy about seeing you and uh, he, yeah, you, that's why I thought you guys were, were close. You had a good relationship. Yeah.
2: I think we had a fairly good relationship. Yeah.
0: You were pretty good. If I remember correctly at networking with people like that. Yeah that's
2: yeah my family always called me a diplomat so i always managed to not be too controversial yeah. in yeah. getting to to meet and talk with with people yeah. um yeah. of course so, you had to use a lot of that in our team Oh, well, absolutely <laughs> and what a what a, a wide range of personalities so who, who the was there was? when you
0: when you came who was who was in the
2: uh Okay, it was the two of you, John, Chris. Chris okay. Uh Carolyn, Cindy. Okay. Was uh, that it? I'm trying to think. I think that was, was that was it when I came. Mitch wasn't okay. there? Mitch. Uh no, well Mitch was uh, it wasn't Mitch up in Peshawar. He ended up there, didn't he, Alan? yeah I I honestly can't remember yeah yeah, I think yeah Mitch was but he wasn't in he wasn't in Lahore so I think he was if I could be wrong but I'm pretty sure Mitch was up in I had forgotten but yeah I'm pretty sure Mitch was because we had Cindy also went up at one point
0: right yeah um, Yeah.
2: with it and then uh, of course later on a Catherine came
0: Catherine yeah. Mander, right? That's right. Yeah. And oh, she I'm was also up there for supposed a bit. Yeah.
2: Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it was a it was a you know a
1: great time. Oh, David, um, you're I'm kind of getting the impression like you were not only leading us, were you also responsible for those guys?
2: Well, I kind of became um, de facto kind of a a company leader so i kind of gave oversight to those that were also um, with working with ngos um, in other places as well so it was a kind of an an unofficial role or responsibility that i had broadly so i would visit and make contact not only with the others but with the organization so i kind of became a, a representative that engaged with um, the groups that they were also working with.
0: We hope you're enjoying the YWIM Factor. If you are, let us know by hitting that subscribe
1: button. Right. And did you have leadership, like you were involved in running schools and that you said in India, but did yep. you actually have leadership responsibilities there?
2: Uh... Yeah, so I was on at different times. Uh, well, I, so I left, I became a part of the South Asia leadership, South and Central Asia leadership okay. um, as well. So while I was in, in Pakistan, I was involved, of course, with the team and oversight there and then had a bit of a role in the kind of subcontinent leadership. Well.
1: right that that was after like but I'm what I, I guess my question uh, my question is
2: um, before, before
1: you came and led our team did you yeah. have any other leadership
2: um I didn't lead centers but I was oversee I was overseeing training programs so I was directing right. uh, two or three different training programs at different times staffed okay. and was was leading and running those training programs okay.
1: So how did you actually feel like coming into a whole new country with a a new team? And And You didn't uh,
0: know. A bunch of people you didn't know.
2: Yeah. You know, I think we'd met briefly before. Um, Um, I think even when you were in India, I think we had met. Yeah. I think before you had gone up. Yeah. And then uh, so, yeah, I think I was just ready and excited to to be a part I had a, certainly had a sense in my own heart that being involved with a uh, Muslim world as part of of what God had in for my life and so it it just had a great sense that that was the right right thing and of course your team was one of the very first groups from our organization that was in, trying to engage and um you know reach out to to Muslim, the Muslim community and mm. so it was a mm you know, real privilege to be, you know, we learned a lot. We didn't always do things the right way. But at the same time, you know, it was just an exciting time of mm. being at the beginning of something, you know. Yeah. We, we learned a lot along the way. Um, but, uh, you know, I have, have great memories of the kinds of experimenta- experimental ways in which we went about doing things. So... Um, <laughs>
0: It's like You're the understatement really... of the year. Is of <laughs> course we always we always didn't do things quite the right way.
2: Always <laughs> <No, laughs> we, we, we didn't. But um, you know, of course, one of one of the things that we worked towards soon after my coming was that we made sure we had separate housing. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: So, yeah. So um,
2: that that and that that was really interesting, of course, because the girls then moved into. Uh, accommodation outside so we mm-hmm. had the, the boys separately and the girls separately and that mm-hmm. brought a, lot, a whole lot of other challenges of course you know and, you know remember the the brother sister yes yep.
0: yeah um mm-hmm. uh, uh, that was kind of the m- first uh first attempt at that
2: that's right yeah, yeah, it was going really to realize that, that our, 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 the women folk with us uh, culturally couldn't it was difficult for them to be seen outside of men Mm, and outside of the family. Mm. And while it wasn't appropriate for them, for us to be able to stay together um, in the same uh, housing situation, we thought, well, what is another way we can do to uphold the integrity and honor of our, the girls on our team while Mm. also offering them a sense of protection and care Mm. that meant, um, Uh, I think isn't it in Urdu "mubali behin"? You know, the mouth-spoken sister. This is actually a cultural term and a cultural custom in Pakistan, Mm. where somebody who was not a blood relative, but a close family, were entered into a relationship as an older brother Mm. uh, to to the sister. And so, what ended up so. And then what we had to do was with each of the girls, it wasn't different guys and different girls all the time. One or two of us became that for one of the girls, you know, for Carolyn and for Cindy. Mm. And so that we, with the families that they stayed with, um, so I know that with Carolyn, for instance, I had part of that role um, as her brother. And that was interesting because it meant, we did the negotiation with the men of the family for her, for them to stay with those families.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, We were there and took a role as if we were really their brother. In fact, I think in some Mm -hmm. ways it became much more than that, not romantically, but in terms of the commitment and engagement, you Mm -hmm. took on a role almost like a father and an older brother, and it just—it was a kind of interesting dynamic. But it meant that there were times. I remember one. Carolyn may not like this one if she ever listens to this. But uh, she was staying. I think it was Navid. Navid's family. Um. And it was either yeah. Ashraf or Navid. Did she stay with Navid's family? I, yeah.
0: Okay. I, I, and, I I don't recall that. I remember her staying with. Shahid's family, which was... Make-
2: okay, was it? Anyway, I think yeah. it was yeah. one of their... Uh, maybe I've got the wrong, but what happened was they wanted to take Carolyn's photograph dressed up in a wedding sari. Because oh. the oh. girls thought this would be really nice. Yeah, And, you yeah. know, Carolyn said... I, Carolyn
1: inappropriate, inappropriate. Was very,
2: Carolyn was very excited about dressing up as a bride. And um I said, no. Yeah. And okay. well, I said, no, you're not going to do that. And yeah. I went across to the family to speak with the men in the family and said, you know, thank you for offering, but she will not be dressing up and taking a photograph as a bride. And I don't so remember. I had to step yeah. in and engage. And of course it, it wasn't appropriate because those photographs are then shown around to other people, mm-hmm. other right. men right and i said no you know and i basically had to come in and you know it was one of those things where you actually become like i mean it's not the same as a pakistani man or male in the family but you had to take it on seriously Mm -hmm. and not just tokenly Mm -hmm. um and there were other times you know where you we had to step in or when they went to certain things that we had to, you know, went with them. And so that there was consistency in the community that they saw that we acted with integrity hmm. um, with the hmm. girls, but provided some form of male covering for them that could be understood culturally.
1: Hmm. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that, that that whole process that we went through, because it was quite a process, we all had to talk about it and agree about it and understand what we meant by it. And um I mean I'm sure you didn't just go to Carolyn and say no you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was discussion there. there yeah. Probably the wasn't quite. was. not yeah. yeah. There was just yeah. dis-
2: <laughs> You know there was there was discussion but you know I, I will say that um there was discussion obviously we talked about it but she mm-hmm. was overruled. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that
2: and, what, and and that in the sense of that part of that role in that culture was I had to behave in a way that I probably wouldn't do in my own culture. Yes, yeah. In the same and, way. And, and it know, wasn't whatever. to negate No, go yeah. on.
1: It just sounded like you were kind of like you were kind of like laying down the law for, for uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think
2: I don't think that
1: that really represents how we worked as a team. No, we certainly we worked, worked
2: that way, but in a yeah. cultural, it was a cultural dynamic. Yeah, and yeah. it was, and this is where it was. It was a cultural dynamic with the family, and of, and of course, Carolyn, it wasn't. You know, and when it happened, when when we were had that brother sister role with the other girls, of course, it involved talking with them and talking through issues. It yeah. wasn't talking over them, but it did, yeah. it did mean. Having to um, kind of be a male representative to the family and to the community. Yeah. And to provide a level of protection.
1: Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, um, I've always been impressed with us because of that, Um, you know, with our team, the way that we worked through that and we developed a a strategy to mitigate the cultural difficulties we found ourselves in. And, yeah. um, Yeah. and, And I've always, just so appreci uh, and I've never heard of anyone at any other team that has been able to achieve what we did because yeah. of that
2: yeah and I think it worked well i mean i we didn't, I didn't go around we didn't go around asking all the other guys, but I think the way they treated the girls on the the women on the team, I think reflected the fact that they could see that we did it with integrity
1: hmm. yeah.
0: yeah yeah i i I wasn't keen on that idea. <laughs> <laughs> I remember not being keen on it. And, uh, but, you know, we decided we were going to do this, and that's what we did. And we did it as a team. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. right. And different ones took different roles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think it did work well. And I think uh, we really were trying to think through how can we do this as a team?
0: Yeah. How mm-hmm. can we
2: maintain integrity for the community that we're a part of? And how can we keep as a team i mean we were singles yeah and we wanted you know that that was the makeup of our team and how we could continue to facilitate each one's you know call in a way and i think it we all you know we had to put aside some of our own you know we may not have completely agreed Mm -hmm. jay (laughs) Um, but I think, but but we,
0: we, we, we compromised and we came up with a strategy together and we were unified
2: in that. That's right. And we worked together uh, very closely on it.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we did. did. I, I, I remember a couple other instances where I remember you and I going to a property dealer because he, he had come into the girl's house to show it or something and he giving Carolyn a hug. And uh, um, we had to go tell him to not do that. And you and I went together, and he did not receive it well. Uh, <laughs> and and oh. then and then I remember somebody giving somebody giving Carolyn a ring, and she took it, and one of us had to give it back. I think it was you. I don't think I was too involved in that one, but I remember it happening. And there were there were several instances where we just had to intervene yeah. as males. To yeah. uh, to help
2: and they were I mean people were proposing they were yeah, you know yeah, there yeah. was a lot of uh, and it was good protection and I think yeah. it, it worked well. I mean
1: Carolyn like, Carolyn bless her heart she's she is such a softie yeah. and she's go- she was gorgeous you know and she always yeah, looked yeah. wonderful in the Shawak me yeah and um, and so she she would have had every guy and his dog proposing to her. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she think, was such a softie that she would just, oh, you're so
2: nice. And i like, oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then uh, David had to go and
2: clean up the mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it was a case of, you know, Carolyn always believed the best and I always yeah. believed the worst.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> we know um, how guys think.
2: Yeah. But... <laughs> and, I think the other thing is that, you know, and Carolyn was a great example of this, but I know with the with the other girls, I mean, they were always dressed very modestly, always uh, wore the chadar when they uh, mm-hmm. traveled and covered their head um, yeah. and really, you know, we did as, as much as we could to try to recognize um, over time the best way that we could uh, honor the culture, as well as being a part of, of what was happening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. I remember Carolyn telling us a story. She was covered in a Jadar walking through Liberty Market and uh, some guy passed her. And as as he passed, he said, they're sexy like that. And she's like, I was completely covered in a Jadar. Why would he say that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, they struggled with those things all the time. And, yeah. and it was was it that still that bad, Alan, when you were there this, this decade?
1: Um, no. Okay. No uh, of course it's a big difference between being a 20 something um year old female and being yeah. a a mother and wife yeah. um so yeah but i do recall when i was there when elizabeth and i had just got married mm-hmm. um she did get we were we were in lahore and at um at the railway station mm-hmm. and i remember uh, it was so crowded and she was getting grabbed and and oh, stuff wow. and uh, I was really having to to be the be the the policeman on that occasion, yeah. um, but of course, then you know she was still young, we hadn 't had children we were on our own, yeah, um, yeah. so it 's a different scenario when once you 're older, you don 't experience those those kind of things right yeah why not uh, certainly <laughs> certainly you know my res
2: my respect for Carolyn and cindy and and um, you know the other women that had been on the team was just so high, you yeah. know, their own sense of, in spite of all of that, their commitment to engage with, um, you know, with the community through all of that. I have a lot of respect for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, to be a woman in that environment, a single woman is is even a married married Western woman. It's still really really challenging. Yeah. Um, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah.
0: yeah. Do you remember our twenty-one day fast, David? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember, remember passing that. out? Do you remember passing out?
2: Yeah, I do. I it was. <laughs> I um, I I remember it very well. Amazingly, you know, because I had just, I just got up yeah. suddenly, well, and yeah. just, you know, and of course. Because it was also summer, you remember that, right? So we were actually doing this during the summer. So it was really hot. And we were uh, only having liquid. And I remember on several occasions getting up and feeling dizzy and immediately trying to hold onto something. I don't know if you guys ever did that. I just kind of had to hold to get myself. (laughs) Standing up suddenly. This
0: this time
2: it just, it was too quick. I just got (laughs) up. And the next thing I knew, bam, <laughs> I just hit that marble floor, like boom, like that. Yeah. And I'm suddenly I'm on the side looking out. To...
0: <laughs> uh, you, you described it to me. It's like I was standing there. I got dizzy and I was leaning against the door jam and thinking, uh, what am I going to do the rest of this day? And then you heard a door slam and you opened right, your eyes right. and it, you were on the floor.
2: That's right. It was like a door slamming. It was, um, no, that, that was, that was great that, that fast. And, you know, I think one of the real challenges with all of that, if you remember, was it was during um, Ramadan.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't. And, I, okay. I didn't remember and, that.
2: And so one, that. one of the Did challenges, oh, right. one of the challenges about it, of course, became you know, our friends soon found out we were also fasting, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we were not eating anything. Yeah. You, you know, yeah. and they were. So we eating. were
1: better than them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, our fast you know, is more <laughs> difficult.
2: No, but this is what would happen. You know, it suddenly became a, a competition. Yeah. yeah. Whose yeah. Who's fast is more difficult, yeah. yours or ours? Yeah. You know, you know, you, you know you, you're only yeah. doing it for 21 days. Yeah, but you're eating at night. <laughs> and you're eating a lot at night. Yeah, but you're um, drinking,
0: and we're not drinking during the day. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but, uh, and I remember, you know, realizing that that uh, when we had some of those initial kind of conversations, that we just had to cut it out because
1: mm. it, yeah, it becomes a competitive the thing
2: about the fast was it. It does lead tendency towards self righteousness. -hmm. You know, and uh, it's easy for kind of pride to come in, and Mm -hmm. that wasn't the purpose of it. The purpose was was to to you know to have this extended time, but uh, Mm -hmm. you know one of the particularly
1: particularly in that environment, you know where self righteousness is what it's all about.
2: That's right. It's really easy to fall into that. Yeah. But it was an amazing time. I mean, we were praying at least three times a day during our meal times. You know, yeah. every day for 21 days, uh, uh, intercession. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think it was a, you know, both personally as in a team. It was one of those really remarkable spiritual journeys. Yeah. That yeah. Uh, you know there you were, know, were tangible
1: have, there were tangible results from it too. We were trying to recall some of them in an earlier podcast. Yeah. But maybe you can remember more specifically. Um I know that that our contacts and uh, and s- some quite significant um things happened with some of our relationships after that. Um,
2: yeah, I I mean, I must admit I can't remember now with specifically hmm. um what's what some of them were um yeah. But I, I just thought it was an amazing stake in the ground that, that we had as a team.
0: That's a and, good way um, to put it, a stake in the ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then
2: I remember the one person who really didn't want to do this, really. Who,
1: didn't want who was, was that? John,
2: John Baker.
1: Oh, okay. well, John, he, John, he was all, so John. He was already skin and bones before we started.
2: But you know, <laughs> John, yeah, John was the one that finished like, he was powering at the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Compared to the, but he was the one that was least wanted to start, but my goodness.
0: I'd forgotten wanted that because he was pretty skinny when we started. Was, yeah. That's
2: right. But he really powered at the end. But one of our, I remember at one point we decided that, you know, sugarcane juice was liquid. <laughs> um, <laughs> and we, you know, one of the, you you'd, you'd yeah. go out on the streets and the sugarcane guy yeah. with the, uh, um,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: with the little hand machines would, yeah. would get out some, uh, sugar. That was kind of our one kind of. I love break that stuff, up. man.
0: Yeah. It yeah. was amazing. Oh, yeah. And so many but, times
1: I used to get told, you shouldn't drink that. You shouldn't drink <laughs> that. It's not safe. Yeah. And you know, when they're winding the sugarcane through and all the bees are getting stuck in there as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Squash yeah. bee juice. That's right.
0: Made it made it nice and spicy is what yeah, that's it, yeah. right. They used to put nummock, they used to put the nummock uh in that's it.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. Tell them yeah. don't, do
2: don't put that in. And lemon and the lime. Yeah. yeah. The lime. That's right. Yeah, that was Ooh. and 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 the ice in
0: summer.
1: You know. Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. But, boy, was it good. <laughs> it
1: was. It was really it was. good. Yeah. We had our own stomachs, I tell you. And,
2: and yeah. we survived. <laughs> um, but, you know, I think some of those the ghost, uh, things like the 21-day fast were, again, it was something that, you know, I don't know how it came up originally, but we all agreed on. You know, it was one of those things was it was a decision that we, you know, really talked seriously and prayed through before we did. And we kind of all yeah. then really stood with one another um, yeah. through that period. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, I don't always yeah. think we saw the fruits of everything that we did, but I think each of these kinds of steps were foundational steps, both for ourselves and for what we were doing everywhere at yeah. the oh, time. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think yeah. you're right.
2: And, um, you know, I,
1: I, we've got that photo too, The 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 photo on the stairs. I I don't know if you've seen that one, David. But um, but it's the photo of all of us on the stairs that was taken at the end of the fast.
2: Okay, I'm not sure if I have that one. Okay. Um,
0: we can uh, send it to you.
2: There were there were. I've got a couple of good photographs. I know there was one. (laughs) Remember when we all. Got shirtless. <laughs> oh yeah,
1: yeah. Yes. I don't yeah. know if
2: that was after the fast or not. We were probably. <laughs> oh yeah, that
1: because we did the fast at, the fast we did at 500B before we split. Yeah, That's
0: and, right. and that photo was yeah. in New Garden Town, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I
2: don't know when it was, but that was kind of a fun little thing
0: that we oh, did. Yeah, that- Thanks for joining us today on the YWAM Factor podcast. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. It really helps us out. See you next time.